Hello, welcome to the Inspiranta Education Podcast, where we discuss different topics pertaining to education and career goals, including interviews of different people and discussions about different events occurring in the world today. My name is Arnold Dixon. I am one of the co-founders and co-presidents of Inspiranta Education. I'm a 16-year-old rising junior at Lumberg High School. I have a deep passion for computer science, as I hope to contribute my future studies in that field. I'm an active member of the Lumberg varsity Lincoln Douglas team and the Lindbergh FTC Robotics team. I am keen on giving back to my community. I've, I've given rise to multiple nonprofit organizations oriented around helping the community around. Hello, my name is Arnav Dixit, and welcome to the Inspirante podcast. Today, our guest is Roma Bedecker from UC Berkeley, graduating in 2024. Welcome, Roma. Uh, we're glad to have you on the show. Um, how's your quarantine been going, first of all? Pretty well, discovered some new quarantine interests and uh, been watching a lot of TV. So that's been pretty relaxing. Yeah, a lot more free time because of quarantine and probably less work too, right? Um, I think it's been like an adjustment, um, probably like the same amount of work, but I never realized how much time transportation takes. So I think having everything virtual really cuts down on that time. Yeah, at least for high school, there's less work. So that's kind of nice. Here. Yeah. Um, what currently are you majoring in at Berkeley? I'm pre-Haas, so pre-business. Oh, pre-business. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, where'd your inspiration come from for pre-business? Um, so in high school, a lot of my activities surrounded around business. Um, and specifically, I guess, um, like one of the formative experiences was in, uh, Future Business Leaders of America, FBLA. I was, uh, was super involved in high school and, one of the competitions I did was a case study competition uh, where we were mentored by a actual PwC consultant. And I think that kind of opened my eyes to the world of business, banking, consulting. And I really found that interesting. So when I went, when I was applying to college, I applied as a business slash econ major at all my schools. And I'm currently looking forward to exploring that path. Cool. Um, did you do any business before a high school or? Were you just in FBLA um, during high school? Um, I didn't do business in like middle school or anything, but I was involved in FBLA, uh, economics club, mock trial in high school. So I think those are my three main like school extracurriculars. What got you into FBLA specifically? Like why business? Mm-hmm. Um, I think honestly, I spent the freshman my freshman and sophomore years kind of exploring career paths. So I went to meetings for FBLA, like Future Physicians of America. Um, Like I basically narrowed down my career focus by like looking at what I didn't like first because it's really hard to just pick a major or an interest initially. Um, So I decided that I didn't really like working with computers um, and I didn't really like, I didn't wanna go into the medical field, which kind of left FBLA. Um, And I was really enjoying the things I was learning through my competitions and the general club. So that that kind of led me in that path. And I later explored law through mock trial um, and I potentially might go to law school in the future too. Oh, so um, pursue business at the same time as doing law school? Um, I I'm currently doing business and I will do business full-time after uh, graduating college, but sometime in the future after that, if I work in consulting for a few years, few years, um, I might leave and go to law school. Oh, wow. That sounds really interesting. <clears throat> um, so I'm guessing then your parents like did not force you to like join FBLA and that was like 
100% your inclination, correct? Yeah, my parents um, are super hands off about everything. So they really did not care about my grades or what I was doing. So everything I did was on my own. Wow, wow. That's, that like opens up a lot of room for you to like explore on your own. Yeah, definitely. I'm super grateful that um, while they were there to give me advice, they honestly did not know what I was doing a lot of times, which kind of gave me the freedom to do what I want and really explore. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm sure you're aware of the club DECA. Uh, mm -hmm. Why specifically did you choose FBLA over DECA? Um, honestly, my high school only has an FBLA. So that was just what ended up happening. And we we're um, one of the strongest FBLA chapters in the nation. So um, there's just a really big presence on campus and I really found a community in FBLA. So that's why I stuck with FBLA. Okay. Um, what kept you interested into the activity? I think um, just in general competitions wise, um, I was really interested in the content that I was learning. So I um, have, I did like three case study competitions over the course of my high school. And I knew I didn't want to quit because I was learning something so interesting um, and I really enjoy presenting in general. And it really, um, like the case study competitions allowed me to be creative. And I really liked that about um, like business in general. And then on the other side, um, I think the people at FBLA really became my community. So um, I think like high school clubs are a great way to find friends who are like like-minded. So definitely those two aspects kept me in the club. Yeah, I noticed like a lot of people leave the club during like, like, like without like going to any competitions, like I'm in speech and debate, and, like there are a lot of people who just like come to one meeting and like leave. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, th I think it's also important to just stick around and like see like more. Yeah, yeah. but the particular club, yeah. Yeah, I think being uh, like a member yeah. of a club is like cool, but I think if you want to see any results or get something out of the club, you got to stay in for a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, were you any like officer? in FBLA? Yeah, so I, like my senior year of high school, I served as the California FBLA vice president and the Bay section president. So I was on the state board and I, uh, at my high school, I was a middle level liaison. So I um, basically like ran a middle, two middle school chapters my entire junior year and went there every week to present and organize conferences for the kids and stuff. And uh, my sophomore year, I was a project chair, so led a project to teach the community about financial literacy. So, yeah. Yeah, how'd you handle all that and the prep work for competitions? Um, I think just time management and also when you're really interested in things, I think it just makes it easier to do. Uh, I think overall, like with my classes too, I chose classes that I knew like I would be able to succeed in and were in my were my strengths. So in general, like I'm really good at the humanities. So I decided to take a lot of APs in the humanities, but I knew like math and like physics were not my strong suits. So I decided to just like not push myself as hard in that area, which I think at the end of the day really like helped me because at the end of the day, I'm not going into a STEM field. So it allowed me to balance extracurriculars and like a pretty rigorous course schedule and still keep like a 4.0. Yeah, I noticed like a lot of people, they like stack up on APs, right? Um, yeah, like, do you like suggest or do you like think that it, it's like doable to do all that? Um, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm gonna take all these APs and then I'll get into college. But like at the end of the day, um, like when I'm talking to my friends, 
like everyone's going to take APs, like sure that that's going to happen. But I think you really need to like, see what you want to prioritize. Like for me, I knew I really wanted to do like a lot with my extracurriculars. And I knew like, physically, I really liked sleep. So like, that was not something I was going to really compromise on. So um, like to give you an idea, like my junior year, I took two APs, two honors, two regular classes. And like at the end of the day, I got into three IVs. So like, it's definitely super doable. Like I took Calc AB my senior year and I did just fine. Like, I think people really, really overstress about APs and it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, for sure. I, I think success in like the individual class matters more. Definitely. Yeah. Um, you mentioned case studies in FBLA. What specifically are those? Yeah, so um, FBLA has like a bunch of different competitions, uh, specifically with like speaking and presenting competitions. A case study is um, they give you in your team of two or three, they give you 20 minutes to plan. Um, and the prompt is like a business issue, right? So like a business is like having declining profitability or whatever, and you have to create a plan for them um, in 20 minutes and then present it to judges in a span of seven minutes. And the judges can interrupt at any time and ask you questions about what you're saying. Is the process for preparing for those um, rigorous? I would say if you want to do well, you have to, a lot of it is just practicing. Um, the more you practice, the better your results will be. Right. Okay. Um, is there any like other prep work that you had to do for FBLA? Um, I think other than like, obviously you have to do the duties that you need to do for your leadership positions. So um, just like keeping up with that. And then also for written competitions and speaking competitions, you, a lot of times you were assigned like textbooks or readings to do. So that was also some, some of the work I had to do. Right. Okay. Um, what, like, what were the main um, lessons that you learned from like out of your experiences from affiliate? I think um, just soft skills wise, time management, definitely being able to work on a team, um, like working under pressure. If something went wrong during like a meeting that you were presenting in, like how to deal with it on the spot. So I think just in general, like I really, really, I had a resume before coming into college and it was like well formatted and stuff. And a lot of other people didn't have that, which I didn't realize. So I'm honestly really thankful for the soft skills, especially that I feel like gave me. Right. Okay. Um, you mentioned like stuff about like how like things can go wrong in meetings. Uh, how specifically did, did you like resolve those conflicts? Mm -hmm. So um, I remember like once I was presenting and our like PowerPoint like presentation straight up did not work. Like it stopped working in the middle. Um, so I guess like there are a lot of instances where you kind of need to think on the spot and you got to like put up front um, that you're not like frazzled or whatever, right? Because there, there were like 30 little freshmen in the room like looking up to you. And um, so I just had like someone on the tech team that we had help out with the PowerPoint while I came up with a um, like activity for everyone to do super quick. So I think we played like I don't know, like a quick marketing game or something in groups while they're figuring out the PowerPoint. So everyone wouldn't have like their time wasted just waiting for the PowerPoint to like restart. So I think in general that, that that's kind of an example of where you would want to think on your feet. And you didn't like come up with a game like beforehand, right? No, because like you can't anticipate these kind of, kind of things, right? So just had to think on the spot and think of what to do in a stressful situation. Yeah, that's very impressive, like how you managed to do that during like the middle of a presentation. 
Yeah. Um, also, would you recommend like a junior or senior in high school who doesn't know like too much about FBLA to join? Um, since there'd be like a lot of pressure on them to like get as much adequate experience possible before they graduate. Um, I think like obvious. I think the resources depend at each school. Like I got a lot out of my chapter or out of my school's FBLA just because we were well-developed and had a lot of mentors in place. I think I would recommend like juniors and seniors in general to find a club on campus that is super well-established and has a lot of leadership and mentorship because um, I think like at the end of the day, sure, you can get like easier leadership positions out of smaller clubs. But I think that a larger club has the infrastructure to really like give you um, real world skills. So I would say just find any major club on campus that interests you. Right, and uh, FBLA was like that in your school? Yeah, and FBLA just happened to be that club at my school. Wow, okay. Yeah, um, I, I like noticed that like, there are not like many juniors or seniors and like, like even at like my school Lindbergh, like I feel like they're not like as many new members who joined like speech and debate there. So yeah, I think yeah. it's important like that they, yeah, I think that just might be like natural. Like a lot of people branch out freshman and sophomore year, find their community and then just stick with that all four years. But yeah, I think like in general, like people shouldn't be scared of joining clubs late in the game. Like it's totally fine. I also noticed that like people like join like just for leadership positions. Like that's a good problem in my school as well. Mm, yeah, I think it's just like, I don't know what to say. Like you really want to do the most that you have with your leadership position. So like, I think for me, like on my college apps, like sure, I could have written about like being on the state board, but I like for FBLA, but I chose to focus on my experience working with the middle schoolers instead. So I think like a lot of people focus on like titles, right? They're like, okay, like president is like very clearly better than treasurer or, or whatever. But I think that when it comes to like um, success or like if you're measuring success by college I think it just depends on what you did in that role like your essays and stuff like you were going to be talking about what you did and the stories and the impact that you made and if the treasurer made more impact than the president then like honestly the treasurer is probably in a better spot than the president so yeah yeah experiences count in like very heavily mm -hmm. yeah 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 for sure um you were in two other clubs in high school right yeah economics club and mock trial. Oh, how'd you get into mock trial? Yeah, so um, I had I just had a couple of like older friends that I really looked up to who were in mock trial. Um, my freshman year, I was really intimidated. I was super scared and decided not to try out. But my sophomore year, I just went for it. And honestly, like, I feel like it's a super big club, right? So it was kind of hard finding my community initially. But mock trial, um, it was it's super tight knit because there's only like 20 people on the team. So it's really easy. It was really easy for me to like make friends. And um, in general, like the criminal cases um, are just really interesting. So yeah, I started sophomore year and then I was uh, team captain in my senior year. How is the um, trial and team process like to get into the team? Um, so the way my, my school did it um, is uh, they gave you like a witness statement, which is um, like a, like, a story in a sense um, that a witness has created before a trial. And you had to memorize the statement and pretend to be the, pretend to be a witness. And the officers during the tryout would ask you like direct and cross-examination questions and see how well you could respond to them. 
And then there was also like a small impromptu speech component. Did you prepare for that beforehand or not really? Yeah, so we had to prepare like direct and cross-examination questions just so that they could see like if you were good at making questions or not. So that was some prep I did. Um, in general, just I practiced a couple like sample impromptu prompts um, and just like got more comfortable with speaking without like having a speech prepared. So that was some of the prep I did. Right, yeah, that doesn't seem like too much then. Uh, no, uh, not really, but it really like, yeah, it, it, it wasn't a lot of work to get in, but obviously like they want to make sure that you know that once you get in, it is a pretty big time commitment. Right, yeah. Um, was there a lot of competition like in your tryout, like for the team? So my sophomore year, we were definitely like one of a pretty small club. So I would say like maybe 60 people tried out. Um, no, like 50 people tried out and like 10 new people got in. And um, by the time we got to my senior year, we were like definitely more established. So we got about like 150 tryouts and accepted like 10. So it was, it, it, it has gotten consistently more difficult. Right, right. Yeah. Um, also during your competitions, um, how is your prep load compared to um, your prep load for FBLA? I would say uh, mock trial was just kind of structured differently. So mock trial has like two weeks in January where you're just competing every other day. And that's really intense. So I think like in January and December, the workload was pretty high because you were uh, like obviously preparing for competition season. Um, and for FBLA, the main competitions were in February, April and um, June. So like the month before the competitions, you would kind of start grinding. So I don't think the, my like competition seasons for mock trial and FBLA overlapped, which really allowed me to like focus on grinding for like each one before competition. Right, and December is also final season, right? Yeah, but uh, I think like the grind started like late December, like during winter break. And oh, okay. So you didn't like actually do anything before, right? Um, other than like the weekly, like starting August, we have like weekly practices every Friday for like three to four hours. And then you have to meet with like your attorney or witness for an hour each week. So like overall, the time commitment was like five hours a week, non-competitions. And then during competition season, it was closer to like eight hours a week. Okay, okay, so not too bad. Yeah, pretty manageable for sure. Yeah, um, were you any officer in your um, in, in mock trial? Yeah, I was a co team co-captain my senior year and I was an attorney junior year and the defendant sophomore year. Right, what were your um, specific um, responsibilities as an officer for your for mock trial? Um, just as a small club, it was basically just leading the practices. Um, and then we had these attorneys who were actually like coaches for us. So coordinating with them and communicating with them, planning events. Uh, so we had like practice trials with other schools. So officers were in charge of reaching out to the other schools, planning those events, getting like uh, registration forms and stuff for competitions. So all the logistical um, elements of mock trial were handled by the officers. Okay, okay. So not too different than like FBLA. Um, skill set was probably the same, but I think like obviously you're going to be doing slightly different tasks with uh, yeah, a yeah, for sure. larger club. Yeah. Um, also seeing that you're heavily invested in mock trial 
as well. Um, what like made business stand out to you, I suppose, to all? Mm-hmm. So I think like, um, as I mentioned, I kind of like was exploring things to see what I didn't like. So I mean, like I liked both law and business, but I think an advice that you will see is that you don't want to go to law school. You don't want to set yourself on law school if you think you can succeed in another career path. So I think that's why I just decided to go into business and like see if I really like business, um, then I won't do law school. And if I think I am still interested in law, I'll go to law school. So that option is still open. Yeah, right. That's interesting. Um, Did you particularly um, prioritize FBLA over law school or not law school, uh, mock trial? Not really. I think I just like pick my priorities every week. So if I had like a big event for mock trial, then I would probably take a step back on my FBLA duties for that week. Um, like overall big picture, both of them were like pretty equal to me. Right. And also because the competition season was different, right? Yeah. So that definitely helped. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that like allows you to focus on one thing over the other, definitely. Um, per, like per season. Yeah. Um, what was your, what specifically did the, does the economics club at your school like do? Cause it ranges from school to school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, our econ club, uh, just ran weekly workshops on, uh, econ concepts that would be covered in the AP test because uh, my school does not offer any class for AP econ. And a lot of kids at my school are interested in it. So that's something we did. And we also uh, handled all the logistics for the national economics challenge. Um, so like our school's participation in that. And then we also ran like an econ tutoring service to help struggling kids in like econ classes and matching them up with proficient club members. So that's what my econ club did. Right. Okay. Um, you also, you, you said that um, your school doesn't offer econ classes. Um, did you cater to students outside your school for tutoring or... Like where so were these kids from? My school does offer econ classes, but no AP or honors. Oh, oh okay, okay, right, okay. But a lot of um, kids wanted to take like the AP econ tests, so we like help them with the material. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, did you guys then get like generate a lot of interest from that? Yeah, definitely. I think like a lot of kids at my school wanted to take the AP test, but no class, right? So like those kids definitely came to our club for support. Yeah, what got you, also, what got you interested into economics club? Um, to be honest, like, I liked business. I knew that. And econ and business seemed pretty similar. So, like, I think my sophomore year, I just went to a meeting. And it was a new club. So, I was able to, like, become junior officer. And I thought the topic was interesting. So, I just stuck with it for the next two years of my high school career. Yeah, it seems like a lot of fun seeing that you're interested in that field as well. Yeah, for sure. It matched. Yeah. Um, what were your, um, yeah, like, did you have any officer positions in this club as well? Yeah, I was a junior officer my sophomore year and then junior and junior year, I was vice president and then senior year, I was president. Yeah, what did you um, exactly do as a president for this club as well? Um, I, I think it's like logistical duties as well. Some like managing, helping our advisor manage forms for the competitions and planning the curriculum for the year. Um, and just like making sure the officers were like sending out emails on time and like working on marketing plans and stuff for the club. So just general logistical club stuff. Right. Um, was this club, did this club have like less workload than your other two clubs or would you say it was the same? 
Yeah, I'd say it was probably less workload um, just because, yeah, I think it was just a smaller club and uh, less events in general over the year. Um, so just less workload overall. Right, yeah. And you were a president in senior year too, right? So it wasn't like too much in between. Uh, what do you mean? Can you uh, like rephrase that? Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, so you didn't have like too, like too many like responsibilities before. Um, I mean, I was like VP my uh, junior year and then an officer in sophomore year. And I think like with the small club, like every officer does pretty much the same amount. So I had like the same workload sophomore through senior year for the club. Oh, okay. So yeah, it, it, it wasn't too different then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So seeing that like you were heavily invested in like all three clubs, like how did you like prioritize or manage like time between like all of them plus like school and like SATs or whatever? Yeah, I think it was just like time management in general and knowing what your limits are. So like definitely in a lot of my clubs, I like didn't take on more than I thought I could handle, um, which I think really helped. So like, I was really, I was like able to get like seven hours of sleep junior year, uh, like most nights and like handle classes and everything. Um, just like using Google calendar religiously. And yeah, just in general, like as long as you enjoy what you are doing, you'll be fine is my motto. Yeah, I noticed like in Lindbergh, like, or like in any high school, um, people just stack up in clubs and they're not able to like dedicate as much to each. Yeah, yeah. I think like I was able to like really talk in depth about all the impact I'd done through my clubs and my clubs like tied in together really well in a story. So I think even though I didn't do like the traditional, like I didn't play a sport or I didn't play an instrument or whatever. Um, I think like my story at the end of the day was like really, really strong because all my activities really related. Um, yeah heavily and they could see my passion for each activity yeah yeah that's definitely a good thing in your application and in general uh also did you have any internships between your years in high school yes uh i had one internship uh so i interned with my sunny with my with the sunnyville city council um in between my junior and my senior year um i think internships in general aren't super important for college so like mine was kind of like a like a volunteering slash internship thing but I was also able to really talk about that because um, I got to work hands-on with like projects in the city. So that was like a super unique experience for me. So I'm like, yeah, that also kind of tied in together really well with like the whole like law business angle in general. Right, what projects did you work on for the city? Mm -hmm. So um, one of the projects I worked on was like, in general, it was a lot of like looking at legislation and like writing proposals and stuff, but um, like field work, there was one project which I did was like there, the heritage orchard in Sunnyvale was, they're debating whether or not to cut it down. So I actually got to go with um, one of the city council members and like interview the lady, the owner of the orchard and then interview the lady who wanted to like take the land for the heritage museum. So I got to see like both sides of the issue and then like draft a proposal for how the council should vote. Um, and then another one was I what I got to interview residents on like what they thought about bioswales, which are these like plastic plants that collect water. Um, so like collected like resident complaints and then kind of drafted like a 
plan and how to solve it for the council. So in general, like there were a lot of hands-on projects I got to take on. And I also planned like a mental health night uh, where we invited a lot of doctors and it was like outside, there was a picnic. So I think like, yeah, there was a lot of projects that I could talk about um, and I really liked and I talked about on my college apps. Yeah, definitely seems like um, an, like an internship that like just offers a lot, right? Definitely. I think um, like, like in a college sense, um, like bringing you back to college, because I think like a lot of people are interested in doing things like this for college. Um, colleges don't really care about like, like marketing internships or whatever, like in a career field, as much as they care about like what you do as part of the internship. So like, if you did nothing except for sit around and like, play on your computer all day, like, sure, like you were an intern, but like, what does that mean? And I think in general, like college is also really like social impact. So if in some way, like your projects or your internship relates to like impacting, not just like a company, but like the community, then I think that's really good. Yeah. So like, it should definitely have like some sort of actual tangible meaning. For sure. Uh, how'd you get um, like the opportunity to intern at the city? Um, actually, like one of my older friends, uh, a year older, had interned with the city uh, council the year before. So I heard about the internship from her and like it was a program application. So um, like an application and then a, I had to send them like a resume and a cover letter and then do an interview. Okay, okay. Um, was the interview like something you had to spend a lot of time preparing for or? Um, I think like because of because of FBLA, I had done like so many interviews um, by the time it came to interviewing for this internship that I just like kind of skimmed my resume and just like made sure I was familiar with what I could talk about and just practice some like general behavioral questions. And it was like, okay to tackle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's where I feel like came in then. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, even if you don't have FBLA, just like make sure that you're practicing on your own, like behavioral questions, they're easy to search up online. So yeah. For sure. Um, did you have any other uh, internships? Uh, I was, I intern, okay. I was like an editor slash intern for a small like educational nonprofit uh, for my freshman and sophomore years. So I wrote articles each week about um, like a variety of like news topics and like made them digestible for kids. So yeah, because I like write, like writing and like like social science research in general, that was kind of a good way for me to combine. But I don't know whether that would be classified as like volunteering or internship, but that was something else I did. Right, okay. Um, was it like, I'm guessing this wasn't related to business at all then, right? It was just something on the side for like yeah. volunteering. Yeah, it was something on the side, um, but definitely like, I think it was unique working for like a startup in a sense and like being able to write. So that was also like an activity I definitely like highlighted on my applications. What specific topics did you write about? Um, I think it was, it was general news. So like personally, my interest was in like the social sciences. So like I wrote a lot of articles about like um, like po like foreign policies that were being enacted or like um, like recent like laws that were passed. So like basically just like t talking about these like current news events, but like in a way that would be easily easily read by kids. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that that like allows you to like be engaged in like with real news events as well. 
Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a two birds one stone thing. Yeah, yeah. Um. Also, did you take the SAT or ACT um, during your high school? Yeah, I took the SAT. Right. Um. And why did you choose to take the SAT over the ACT? Um. Honestly, I just took like a practice of each. Um. My like the summer going into my junior year and I just did better on the SAT and I decided to just take the SAT. Uh, what were your like what are like some clever studying tips that like you took advantage of during the process of preparing for the exam? Mm -hmm. um, so I think like personally yeah I self-studied for the SAT and I only took it once. Um, I took it the August of my junior year um, and I got a 1530, so I didn't take it again. I was happy with that score. Um, and I think like the, like for me, math was a really, really big issue. Like I really started off with a really poor math score and like did well in English. So um, I just bought like a couple of prep books. Um, the SAT Reddit gave me some really amazing prep books. So like, honestly, that Reddit thread is like the reason I got my score. Um, so I just bought those prep books, like worked through the problems. Anytime I came across a problem that like I didn't understand, I would like redo it. And then I'd write like kind of like a key takeaway or like a key tip in like a notebook. And I review that notebook before I took any practice test. And like over time, like my score improved like crazy. Like it was, it was really effective. Yeah, um, I also noticed like maybe for other students, but also like for me, like personally, like sometimes like my score is like really good, but then it like drops down as well. So like, was your scores like while preparing for the exam, like were they like steady or were they just like inconsistent as well? Definitely very inconsistent because uh, I think like practice tests in general, it the best thing is to use like actual college board practice tests. So um, like. I honestly didn't mess with like the Princeton review or whatever, cause I knew they weren't really representative of like the actual SAT. So I found a lot of like past, like pirated, not pirated, it's not like PDF versions of old tests on Reddit. And I just worked through those like one, once a week or twice a week. And I think like my range was like a 1450 to like 1600. It was like a really big range. So I was like, I walked into the SAT like kind of blind as to what I would get. So um, I think as long as you're like scoring above like a 1450, like you should have like a very decent shot of like going over 1500. Right, yeah. So it kind of like luck comes in like come into play, right? Yeah, it depends on your test and like how it's curved and all these other random things. So don't take it hard on yourself if you don't like score well the first time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, also, what was your college application process like for um, your senior year? Yeah, um, I think like a, a tip I heard from all the seniors before me was like start early and I honestly live by that. So um, like the summer going into my senior year, June, I like drafted um, like three of my UC essays and like had outlines for the last one. Um, and then like, I kind of brainstormed like supplement ideas in like August to September for like my private colleges and like finalize my UCs. So I think overall, like just getting started over the summer with as much as you can is the best way to handle like the whole process. And I think it's also important because like essays are becoming so important now, like it's actually insane. So I think it's really good to like do some introspection and like be really creative when you're thinking of prompts and not just go with like the 
the the prompt like the ideas that everyone else is going to do you know right yeah um do you advise students to start before their senior year or like before the summer even like to their senior year definitely not like junior year um just focus on like doing really well in your classes because like at the end of the day grades are still really important um and then as soon as like ap's and finals are over that's when you can get started like summer is three months like you can definitely like get a lot done during summer but i would not recommend starting before that because the like your ideas can also change a lot within like eight or nine months so you don't want to re revisit like ideas that you had in like february um in like november and be like wow this is kind of bad like i don't think this way anymore right yeah that like heavily changes considering that like you're still like experiencing like yeah. things that you can add to your app yeah definitely helpful um also, what were your emotions when you like got into Berkeley? Um, I got in like January, February of this year because I got in with like regions consideration. Um, I was like really happy because that was my first acceptance. Um, and honestly, like initially, I really didn't want to go to Berkeley. Um, I definitely like fell in love with it over like the course of like April and May. So I was like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I got into college. I'm going to college at least. So that was my reaction. Yeah, that's definitely satisfying. Yeah. Um, also, like, just a general, like, deterrent for, like, many of, like, at least for me, I, I'm not sure about, like, my peers, is that, um, like, Berkeley's kind of uh, unsafe on campus in the sense that, like, it's, like, not, like, as safe in the city. Because, like, I've been there, too, for, like, debate tournaments. So, like, how, how, like, why would you, like, still necessarily, like, go attend the school? Yeah, I think, like, um, it's pros and cons are, is, are that it's in a city. So I think there's always something going on. Like, the city itself is booming. There's, like, it's very lively. Um, so I think, like, as long as you have, like, a buddy or, like, someone that you're walking with or you can use Uber or something, like, as long as you're not dumb about it and you're not, like, walking alone near, like, a park where a lot of like shady people live at like yeah. two and like you will definitely be fine like it's it's an experience and honestly when you move to like a big city for work and stuff you'll be like ever even more adjusted or like it'll be easier for you to adjust yeah yeah for sure especially since like college students like are like adults so it might like be like easier for them to like navigate around yeah exactly yeah, for sure. Um, also, it might be a little early in your school, on like during your school year, but like, are you like in any clubs in Berkeley? Yeah, I'm a part of Berkeley Business Society, which is a consulting club at Berkeley. Right. Okay. Um, what do you do in the Berkeley Business Business Society? So, um, it's a consulting club. So every semester, the club takes on five um, clients, and um, each team each division um, has like five, six consultants and we like do research throughout the year to like create like a research report for recommendations that um, for whatever issue the company is having. And um, at the end of the day, like we have like a deliverable or like a presentation that we do to the client. So yeah, that's been really, really cool at giving me a community and also like obviously like giving me experience with real world clients. Right. And this is like not a mock thing. These are like actual clients, right? Yeah, these are these are actual clients. So this semester, oh, I'm not sure if I can disclose client names, but like yeah, we're working with like a really, really big corporate, uh, a company in the like gaming space. And 
um, yeah, like a really cool, like educational um, company. So like really, right. really big names. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's definitely like interesting and like good for um, like, like it's like good like exposure to the industry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Also, do you have any internship positions? Yeah. Um, I'm a private equity analyst intern at a uh, private equity firm this semester. Oh, what do you specifically do at your job? Yeah. Um, so private equity firm is um, like on the buy side of like finance, finance in general. So like when you think of investment banking, that's more like sell side. Um, and private equity is like kind of the exact opposite. It's the buy side. So um, as part of that internship, I like my task kind of varies. So it's been a lot of like searching small companies, like learning like basic financial modeling and um, like creating PowerPoint decks for like investor pitches. So it's been like a, like a varied amount, like varied types of work, but I'm glad that it's kind of given me exposure to finance my first semester. Yeah, right. And it's like your freshman year. So it's good for like experience in the future. Yeah, definitely. How'd you get like an internship during like your first year of college? Cause like, I, like a lot of like students in general have like trouble during the freshman year at like getting an internship. In yeah. Yeah. It's definitely tough. Um, I think like I didn't realize the power of a referral. Um, so a lot of people like it's really beneficial to join like a club or something on campus that shares the same career interests as you so that you're connected to people in that field and they can like talk about their internships and like maybe refer you to their internships. So um, like in a space where like so many people are applying and a referral or like a letter of recommendation or recommendations from like current interns can mean a lot. So like personally, I went to a couple events for like a business frat on campus and one of the members of that business, like earlier, it decided not to rush, but like one of the members knew me um, and like her ex internship person, like the current private equity, like firm I'm with, they wanted new interns and they asked her for like a referral and she referred my name. So I was able to get my internship through that. Right, yeah, that like sounds like it's definitely helpful then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um. so far, how do you like your college experience online? Um, it's been okay. I think like a big aspect of like college be first year being tough is that like you have to live on your own. So I kind of had to like, I just had to adjust academically and I didn't have to adjust for, on like living on my own. So I think that was good. I think overall, just like, it feels kind of weird because you're like sitting in your high school room and like sitting at your high school desk. And it's kind of hard to like think about like, oh my God, I'm in college now. But I think it's been uh like a I've been able to like drive up a couple times, meet my friends in Berkeley. Um, like I have a pretty solid community in the area. So it's been okay so far. Right, yeah, it's definitely gonna be different as like time goes on with the whole situation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thank you so much for um, taking your time um, during this data interview with us. Yeah, uh, thank you for asking me. It was a great experience. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Follow Inspirante as well at Inspirante underscore education and follow our podcast on Spotify at Inspirante Education. Thank you for listening. See you on our next podcast coming soon.